Back on the Jefferson Exchange on the News and Information Service of JPR, I'm Jeffrey Riley. The Oregon legislature gets five weeks to meet in even-numbered years. That's it. We're at two and a half, so there's not much time left and plenty to do in a number of areas. We are not hearing a great deal so far out of Salem about issues particular to children. That's the area and the focus lock of the coalition Our Children Oregon. OCO puts out an agenda for the legislature, even in short session years like this one. Let's hear about the areas where children need attention. From Our Children Oregon, we have Jennifer Wagley, the executive director. Jennifer, welcome back. Yeah, thank you for having me. You bet. Ivy Major McDowell is with us as well, the policy and advocacy manager at OCO. Hello, Ivy. Hello, thanks for having me. So before we get to the agenda items, uh, give the rough sketch, if you would, Jennifer, the, by what measures of well-being are Oregon's children not doing as well as kids in some other states? Yeah, well, you know, I like to start with the good news. And, I mean, the good news is that we have made some really remarkable progress in Oregon around our health outcomes for our kids. And so currently we rank seventh in the nation when it comes to overall health of our kids. And I could go into more detail about that, but um, just know that, you know, we know that policy policy matters um, for our kids, and, and we're doing a pretty decent job with health. Not for everyone, so there's more work to do, but we are doing well there. But when it comes to um, other metrics that we measure, you know, the, the kind of the, the one that stands out the most is that we are 44th in educational outcomes as compared to our the states across the nation. Um, we're 30th in overall economic well-being for our kiddos. And then maybe a, a, a bright spot, but something that we could definitely do better is that when it comes to family and community, things like how our how our families are doing, we're ranked 16th overall. All right, so definitely some room for improvement in those first two categories. And what do you know? These are the major categories you're presenting to the legislature this year, economic well-being, education, and family and community. Jennifer, did you have high hopes going into last year's session that some of these major areas would be addressed? You know, we saw a lot of success last legislative session, um, but our, our kids and our families need a lot. And so when we're looking at the short session, a lot of times we are looking at unfinished business. So while we feel like last legislative session was a success, I mean, things like the kids credit pass, which, you know, kind of ties directly to that economic well-being number. Um, it, t- it takes a lot of people coming together and organizational um, leadership to make that happen. So there was success. This, this agenda is really the unfinished business and what, what our children and families really need to thrive. So here again, the uh, the 2024 Children's Agenda Priorities uh, have three major categories, economic well-being, education, and family and community. And within economic well-being, Ivy Major McDowell, homelessness is the first item on the 2024 agenda. There's a, been a lot of attention and money uh, being sent to homelessness and housing in the session last year. What got left undone? Yes, well, even though there was funding towards housing and homelessness, Um, there's still a shortfall, especially when it comes to rent assistance and preventing eviction. And so um, we saw some funding go, but then all of that has been already used up, and we still see high rates um, of eviction. And that's unfortunately because Oregon is among the states with the most cost-burdened renters in the nation. Meaning that as a percentage of income, they're spending more on rent? Yes, exactly. And so we are still seeing like close to 2,000 evictions filed each month. And that's because the majority, almost over 80 percent, are against people who have fallen behind on rent. 
And so definitely we're looking back to ensure there is funding for um, rent assistance and um, available for families, um, especially so they can stay in, in their homes. Now, are programs for rent assistance already in place? It's just a matter of making sure there's enough funding in them? Yes, exactly. And that families have access to those. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are talking to Ivy Major McDowell, Policy and Advocacy Manager at Our Children Oregon, and Executive Director Jennifer Wagley about the Our Children for Oregon, Oregon Children's Agenda 2024, the item set before the legislature. We are live. You can join the conversation with your emails to jx at jeffnet.org. Ivy, is this basically the 2024 list, on 2023 list, uh, the stuff that didn't get done, or, or was this composed anew for 2024? No, majority of um, the lists that we have are unfinished business from last session. And so we definitely saw an underfunding in so many family programs um, that support uh, kids and families directly. And so one of the ones I do want to raise today um, that's on our agenda is employment-related daycare. So that definitely received an underfunding from last year. And as a result, um, the state agency in charge of helping support and get the child um, child um, care subsidies to families, employment-related daycare, um, we're seeing a wait list of over 1,900 Oregon families um, not yet in waiting to receive that employment-related daycare. So definitely that is a huge attention that we're pushing for is funding for employment-related daycare um, and child care. And then there's some other funding as well. So for example, summer learning and so access for families in after school and summer programs is so important and an area that kids uh, definitely need to help support um, ready, um, readiness to, lo- to learn, provi- providing safe and healthy, um, enriching programs for them during the summer months. Yeah. So those are some of the few that we have on our agenda as well. Jennifer Wagley, that, that biggest dollar item is the employment-related daycare, and you're looking for a range of 150 to $225 million. Um, so I assume the legislature's put some money into this, but not, well, obviously about 150 or $225 million short from your perspective? Yeah, and it's not just our perspective. I mean, the children's agenda is a coalition, which you mentioned. So there's a hundred and almost 140 statewide organizations that are a part of our coalition. And so this is being elevated by our partners um, and then by families. I was in a school just a couple of weeks ago and heard directly from from folks working in schools about the impact of the the lack of resources in this particular program. Families are already you know, rent and housing cost burden in, in this economy. And then you add the cost of, of daycare on top of that. And, and families are having to turn to, you know, um, food banks and, um, and pantries to try to figure out how to make, uh, make their kind of ends meet. And so the employment-related daycare is a direct investment in, um, in families and in thriving kids and helps our overall economy. And so we think this is a no-brainer for the, for the, um, the legislatures to invest in. Um, Our families need it maybe more than ever right now as we continue to recover from, you know, the historic occurrences of the pandemic and and other things that have impacted our state. It seems like an issue here then in uh, employment-related daycare is capacity. If you have a wait list of 1,900, um, it seems like you need uh, more providers out there. And is that part of what you're you're seeking with the, the amount of money you're asking for? Yeah, and I'll, yeah. I'm going to ask Ivy to come into that one because we're also a part of another coalition that focuses just on this. And there's been a lot of wins, 
but we're not there yet. Ivy, mm-hmm. what would you say to that question? Yes. So some of the work that we've been um, with the Children's Agenda is also a coalition called the Child Care for Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been so focused on addressing Oregon's child care crisis. And definitely we're, we're seeing and we know that Oregon and mo- um, all of our counties do have a child care desert, meaning that there's not enough providers for the number of kids um, in our different counties. And so definitely there's been so much work done to really address this. And one of them is also being addressed this session as well, which is expanding hopefully capacity for home-based small centers and rural areas to get access to funds so they can establish um, childcare centers in their area. And so this is from amazing work to create a child care infrastructure fund um, last year and this year too, we're just really making sure more money is going towards small centers, home-based centers, so they we have more providers available um, for kids and families. This is the Jefferson Exchange. We're talking about the Our Children Oregon Agenda for 2024 to before the legislature now. Ivy Major McDowell, Policy and Advocacy Manager. Uh, Jennifer Wagley, Executive Director at Our Children Oregon, with us. You have time to get an email into jx at jeffnet.org. Now, again, we were talking about uh, the, the employment-related daycare as part of the economic well-being uh, overall agenda. There's also the education and family and community. I want to talk about family and community just a bit because um, these are these are very modest uh, by state budget standards, under $5 million each of the three items on there, including things like relief nurseries. Are these are you asking for supplemental appropriations or seed money or something else, Jennifer? Yeah, some of this is um, kind of a shift in stabilizing the funding. I think one of them is called stabilization funding for relief nursery. So these are not huge budget asks, but um, the impact is is transformative for the partners that are working across the state to provide um, support for families wherever they are. Remind people what relief nurseries are. It's a fascinating concept. Yeah, well, relief nurseries are unique to Oregon, and um, they are to provide just that, relief for families who are working really hard to kind of get their feet under them, to to be able to be um, successful and provide the care that they want to provide for their children. And so relief nurseries come alongside families and, and support them as they navigate all the different systems that we've been talking about. So when we, when we list out, you know, ERDC and, and all, you know, rent assistance, these are all um, systems that families have to be able to figure out how to navigate. Relief nurseries come alongside families. Um, they help, you know, take care of kiddos and progress kiddos at those early ages so that they, they're getting the emotional and social development that they need. But also they work alongside families to make sure that they can navigate these really um, complicated system so that they're getting the support they need to thrive. There is one item on the list of uh, 10 that is not actually a budget ask, I notice, uh, Ivy, and that is establishing the Oregon Youth Advisory Group. Tell us what that's about. Yes. So that is um, from four years in the work. Um, This is from our partner, the Oregon Association of Student Councils, who heard the voices of their students um, ranging um, in high school, um, who've been really wanting to have a youth majority um, student-led advising body that helps support in the policymaking process. So, and that's what Oregon currently lacks. And so even though 
Um, there is like different state agencies, even the Oregon Department of Education, who directly want to hear experiences of youth. There's still not a, a body established, advising body established to help support. And this is really to get diverse um, voices at the table. So we want to really uplift um, Black, Indigenous, other students of color, as well as LGBTQ students. Um, students with disabilities, also students in different um, demographics and geography who can really provide um, and meaningfully be involved in the policymaking process and, and really implement and help create policies that will impact their lives. Any movement on that? That's Senate Bill 1552, I see. Yes, yeah, so that is, um, hopefully it will get passed through, but as I said before, it's been four years in the making. Um, four years ago, it was when it was first introduced, and it always does have bipartisan support, um, but um, sadly, because it has a very, very small cost, it's like less than 400000 to really establish this Youth Advisory Council. It just doesn't ever get the priority it needs to then move on and finally get passed and, and put into law. And so we're still fighting to just make sure that it's a priority and just to get that small amount of money allocated to support um, this great work and to have youth voices at the table. We have an email here from uh, Stephanie in Ashland who writes, I want to bring attention to the kids who are currently in a daycare but are waiting on ERDC funds, employment-related daycare funds. My daughter is currently enrolled in a daycare, which I am paying for out of pocket. Full tuition is twelve fifty dollars per month. I qualify for ERDC, and this provider can accept ERDC, but there are no funds to help me and others in this situation. Thank you, says Stephanie. So uh, so uh, some, some real on-the-ground uh, realities there, Jennifer. Yeah, and, you know, that, those stories, and uh, Stephanie, you're not alone, right? You heard Ivy talk about the numbers of other families that are there. And, um, you know, one of the things I want to uplift is that you can go to our website and you can actually communicate directly with your legislators. You type in your name, your address, and then, boom, you can write your story to your legislators. You can act for the change that our kids need, that your family needs, and that you deserve. Um, because we all deserve to have what we need to thrive. Um, and so we invite you to go to ourchildrenoregon.org, find um, the children's agenda, and then reach out to your legislators to share your story. Because we know that when we unite as both organizations, but just as Oregonians, when we unite to really take care of all of our children, then we know that we can all thrive. Ivy, just a couple of seconds left. I mean, the, all the news is pretty much about housing and uh, and Measure 110 so far and a little bit of daylight saving time. Any movement on the priorities you've laid out here? Yes, I think also our own messaging that many, like when we invest in kids and also in upstream solutions, we really also help to prevent some of the um, issues that we're seeing now with homelessness to behavioral mm -hmm. health and substance abuse. So really investing early and investing kids now is really going to save costs later and also ensure thriving futures. The 2024 Children's Agenda Priorities are available online with links from our website at jeffexchange.org. Our Children, Oregon, the Executive Director is Jennifer Wagley. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Ivy Major McDowell is Policy and Advocacy Manager. Thank you, Ivy. Thank you so much. This is the Jefferson Exchange. We'll be back.